Hello everyone and welcome to Talk the Walk with SCMHRDN, a podcast series brought to you by the admissions and PR team of SCMHRD. Through these podcasts, we shall explore the journey of an aspirant right from the preparation for the SNAP exam to clearing their GEPI VAT process and the MBA journey that lies ahead. We will have SNAP toppers and faculty joining in for every episode and giving their valuable two cents. I'm your host for tonight, Shubham Srivastava, currently pursuing my MBA in sales and marketing from SCMHRD. Let's get right into it. This episode of the podcast is the one you must be looking out for. As slot one of SNAP 2021 is right around the corner, I'm sure all you aspirants out there are cracking your heads to hit the right nail on the D-Day. So sit back, relax and make sure you stay till the end of the episode while we try to answer all your last minute doubts. Our first guest for tonight is Tushar Kumar. Tushar has completed his graduation from SRM University in 2020 in the field of computer science engineering. He had scored 99.34 percentile in SNAP 2020 and is currently pursuing his MBA in sales and marketing specialization from SCMHRD Pune. Welcome Tushar, really glad to have you on this podcast. Thank you, Shubham. It's a pleasure sharing my experiences with the aspirants. Our second guest for this episode is Pragati. Pragati is computer science engineering graduate. She's a graphologist and had scored a 98.12 percentile in SNAP 2020. Currently, she is pursuing her MBA in human resources at SCMHRD. Welcome, Pragati. Glad to have you on this podcast. Hi, Shubham. It's a pleasure to be here. So, Pragati, my first question is directed to you. Now that the first lot is set to take place on 19 December, the pressure must be really building up for the aspirants. You know, this is the time when you really don't know how to study, what to study, what not to study, either to give mocks, to revise, or to prepare the untouched topics. So to clear some of that air, what did you study in the last week till the exam? So last week before the exam is as much hectic as it is pressuring. I followed a very relaxing final week before the exam. I had created a handbook of formulae, tips and tricks, grammar, vocabulary, and also I had bookmarked various questions while I was going through the mocks. So when there was just two, three days before the exam, I gave a mock and I scored really well in that. And after that, I stopped giving mocks back. I ended on a high note and I entered the examination hall with confidence. All these right. things really helped me to ace SNAP 2020. Right. Probably uh, one thing that you mentioned resonated a lot with me because it is something that I did as well. You know, uh, four days before the SNAP 2021st lot, I gave a mock and I ended up scoring really high. That's when I stopped taking mocks altogether as I wanted to walk into the examination hall with the confidence that I can ace this exam. And, you know, I just used the remaining days to, you know, go through the uh, topics that I needed to revise. So thank you for that tip. Also, uh, Tushar, I personally believe that as much as the D-Day is important, the day before the exam is also extremely crucial because that's when the exam fright really starts to kick in. So what did you do one day prior to the exam to set yourself up for the D-Day? Yeah, definitely, Shubham. According to me, the day before the exam is the most crucial day of your preparation. Your performance on your D-Day depends solely upon how well you're spending the day before. So I knew that I had put a lot of effort in my preparation and thus I was sure that stress studying on the last day won't do me any benefit. So on the last day, I just went through the formulas in terms of studying. Apart from that, in order to calm my mind, I went for a walk in the evening 
this uh, long walk uh, was very helpful in tiring my body also because i had to sleep on time and i had to wake up on time apart from that uh, i had my favorite food for dinner just in the right quantity not to overstress my stomach i really believe that you should take care of your health uh, most on the day before because it affects your mental soundness during the exam Mm-hmm. I also went to the center on the day uh, just to get a hang of the route and avoid the daily traffic. If your center is too far from your place, I would suggest to book a stay nearby with one of your family, family members and arrange a mode of commute as well, well on time. Mm-hmm. Also, I would suggest to uh, go through the admit card to checklist the items that are required to be carried in the examination center and the items that are not allowed to be carried in the examination center. Because any last-minute ha- hassle at the examination center would cause a uh, disturbance in your mind that would affect your performance in the exam. Right, right. I think uh, you touched upon really important points. You know, things such as cent- location of the center, the do's and don'ts, the things that you need to carry inside the examination hall, the documents that are needed, the things that you are not allowed to carry inside the examination hall. You should take care of these things well before time because. you know at the last moment all that does is add extra pressure which you really don't need on the day of your exam so thank you for that also uh, moving on this is something that i would like to ask you both you know i'm sure you must have given a lot of mocks and experimented a lot with strategies before arriving at a final strategy that you would have planned to use on the day of exam so while attempting snap 2020 were you able to use that pre-planned strategy or did you have to improvise on it tushar yeah i had a long preparation for this exam of around 3 months so i was pretty sure in the strategy that i defined for myself also since i gave my snap official mock i got a bit aware of the new pattern of the exam so this was the first time that the exam would be of 1 hour and so our speed and accuracy became an even more important factors than before so i gave a lot of mocks during my preparation analyzed them thoroughly and thus uh, i created my final strategy i was very confident in the strategy and thus i stick to it in the exam i was very strong in quants uh, i was strong in uh, logical reasoning and above average in verbal so according to my strategy i gave around 15 minutes to go through quants uh, 18 minutes to go through logical reasoning and around 9 minutes to go through verbal and in the remaining 18 uh, minutes i went through all the questions came through the paper and did all the questions that, that i was able to do correctly that i could have oh. attempted accurately uh, so all the level when i level 2 questions were attempted by me in the defined time hmm. uh, that uh, really interesting and uh, pragati what about you were you able to use your you know predefined lead strategy or did you have to improvise so shum i did had a strategy in play I feel it gives you a safety net. So initially, my strategy was: I'll start with logical reasoning section. We'll give 30 minutes to it, and then move on to quants. We'll give 20 minutes, and finally remaining 10 minutes to verbal. But on the D day, the plot was completely changed. While I was screening through the paper, I realized that verbal comes out to be really easy, and quants was very difficult. So I had to start with the uh, verbal, then LR, and finally the quants. so i was able to manage it and realize that you should be flexible enough to mold yourself as for the paper right i think it's really interesting how stark different both of your experiences were because on one hand tushar could find uh, the quant section easy and all he had to do was stick to his strategy 
that worked for him in the mocks as well where as pragati you had to uh, even though verbal was your weaker section you had to uh, stick to it and improvise your final strategy in order to maximize your score which brings me to a very interesting point that even though it is very important to have a dda strategy as pragati rightly said it gives you a safety net because it is a strategy that works well for you it is very also very important to be on your toes and improvise after you see the paper in order to you know reach the maximum possible score so thank you thank you for that pragati my next question to you would be you know while i was interacting with you both earlier you both mentioned that you had appeared for two slots of snap 2020 so after the completion of first lot of the exam how did you analyze your performance to improve yourself for the next lot and how did you prepare for the second attempt so basically after slot 1 uh, i was caught off guard and i realized that you should not hold biases and should be flexible enough to change your strategy on time So between slot one and slot two, there was around fifteen days gap. So I religiously utilized this time to experiment a lot with mocks. I did this earlier, but this time the stakes were really very high. So I started with each mocks with different section and tried different permutation and combination. I feel this has really you know helped me to ace a uh, slot second uh, examination very easily, and I got good marks and ended up getting into SMHRD. Right and. Uh... Tushar, what about you? How did you analyze the performance, and was there any change in the way you prepared for the second slot? Uh, yes, Shubham. Uh, although my slot went uh, one went very well, uh, but for any scope of improvement, I decided to give slot three just to be on the safer side. So there was a gap of around twenty days between them. After slot one, there was an influx of mocks, uh, and they were basically right. based on the latest uh, pattern of SNAP that was revealed in slot one. Also, the level and type of questions in these mocks were that of slot one level. So, for example, there were no RC questions in the exam. Also, con sections were straight number based, checking your speed. So, the mocks were based completely on the pattern that was revealed. uh also the number of questions of each section was known adding to a benefit so i gave around seven marks in that time frame and analyzed them thoroughly determining my mistakes and problems that i was facing after giving my slot one i wanted to try another strategy so i started practicing the mock my mocks uh, by attempting the logical section first then going for cons and then for verbal so basically i uh, switched between two of my stronger sections and kept the verbal at last so there wasn't any uh, specific reason backing this up i was just trying to like try this hoping for better results so 20 days were enough to try this strategy and i attempted the final exam by the strategy itself and the results were favorable i was able to score well in that exam also right and this is why i believe you know snap uh, gives an advantage to the aspirants because it gives you an opportunity to attempt the exam across two slots and between the first slot and the second and third slot there are good 15 to 20 days so what it gives you is that it gives you an opportunity to reflect back on your performance and make amends to any of the mistakes that you could have made while preparing for the first slot so you know you can appear for the slot 2 or slot 3 uh, paper and you know you can maximize your performance so this would always be my personal recommendation to any aspirant out there that make sure you apply to uh, both the slots you know it 
won't hurt. It won't. It can't go against you in any case. So before we uh, end the second episode of this podcast series, I would like to ask you both for any final tips that you would like to give to the aspirants. Tushar. So my final suggestions would be to stay calm, take proper, if not maximum, amount of rest, and have a good food in the right quantity, and be positive. You you have to be positive just for the sake of the preparation and the amount of effort that you put in while preparing, and hope for the best, and everything would be good. Right, I think uh, that sums it up really nicely. Everything would fall right into the place. Just be confident and be positive. So thank you for that tip and Pragati. So my final piece of advice would be: do not keep biases. Be uh, be flexible enough to change your strategy as per the paper. That's an important thing to hear right before the exam. You know, uh, be on your toes, be flexible, and I'm sure all you aspirants out there will uh, ace the SNAP 2021 exam. With that, we come to the end of second episode of this uh, podcast series. Thank you, Tushar. Thank you, Pragati, for joining us today and helping out the aspirants by sharing your experiences. It was a pleasure hosting you here. Thank you, Shubham. It was great talking to you. Thank you so much, Shubham. It was great interacting with you guys. As we come to the end of this episode, I would like to thank all the aspirants out there for your time. I hope that the past few minutes have answered some of your questions and help you in your journey of making it into your dream B school. Follow us on our various social media handles to never miss out on snap updates, GEPI VAT tips, SCMHRD admissions, and much more. Stay tuned for the next episode of the series Talk the Walk with SCMHRDians, where we dig into a different aspect of snap journey and its preparation. Till then, stay safe, stay healthy, and keep preparing. This is your host Shubham Shivastava signing off.